once you get to that mindset and you're taking care of all your basic necessities, like enjoy the fucking money that you earned. You you spend yeah. more time at work than you do at home if you're working a 40-hour work week. So enjoy that shit. Welcome to We're All Just Faking It. This is episode 29. Today we are talking about how to manage your money. With us today we have Dana, Steph, Blaze, and myself, Braylon. So I want to start this off by asking you guys, <laughs> what does managing your money mean to you? Covering necessities, but still having room to enjoy life. I don't get to take any of this money with me. I'm damn sure going to spend it while I can. Same. I Yeah. I want to cover all of my necessities while also having a little bit of money to spend on fun things. I think being able to save um, at the beginning of the month for me really helps to know that I'm managing my money because I've, I've got like a, a fail safe. If, if anything goes wrong in the month, I've got like something to fall back on, which is nice. Um, I, yeah, definitely. Do you like... have a budget, Dana, that you know you need to like come under or do you just like free ball it and hope that your savings covers anything extra? Um, so I always save £300 in my savings plus whatever's left over at the end of the month like because I get paid at the end of the month so whatever was left over that goes into my savings as well I have to pay 200 into my help to buy ISA which the uh, which is to buy a house eventually hopefully I hope um, and then um, I pay one week a month of shopping I pay my granny um, housekeeping and um what else do I do um just and then I just have like normal bills and things um I don't normally end up like I don't normally ever end up being more than what I have paying for like I normally pay for things if I've got it in my bank account rather than going into my savings but like if I've got an MOT and it's a lot of money then I'll go into my savings or if I've got to pay my car insurance um and things like that do you have it like written down somewhere or do you just like know based off of time, like in your head, like what um, your expenses are? Or do you track it? Um, it doesn't really change very often. So I just kind of, I have my um, banking app though. So I'm always looking at my bank um, app to see how much money I have. Um, and if it goes below an amount that I'm not happy with, then I'll put some money from my savings into like just bulk it up. And then at the end of the month, put it back into my savings because I don't normally go into it. That's like similar to what we do. I We don't have anything like written out. Like every now and then like we'll do, we'll like write out all our expenses just to get like a good idea. But usually we've just been like doing it for so long now that we know um, like how much we can spend. And like we always put our mortgage money away like at the very beginning of the month so that yeah. come the end of the month for next month, like we've got that at least. <laughs> But yeah, I don't like specifically track. I'm like you, Dana. I'm like opening the the bank app just to see like where we're at. Usually, like a few times a week, and make sure that we're like not. But yeah, I don't have to like keep a detailed spreadsheet. I don't spend a lot, so it's it really good to actually. review. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say the app that I have is uh, Barclays. Um, it shows you how much you spent on different things, like the month. Oh, before. that's so nice. They like shopping you spent this month much but last month you spent this much on shopping and things like that and and stuff so that's always nice to know like oh I spent less um less than um I did last month or oh shit okay I spent a bit more (laughs) (laughs) that is handy so it like tracks it for you yeah I love when they have those charts like in the banking app I'm the kind of person like I used to work in banking I would never connect my bank account to any of those money monitoring things, like not calendar budget, not mint.com. Don't connect your bank account to those things. It's not a good idea. Um, But it is good to review your bank account as much as you can, especially in a digital age. Like scams happen all the time. There's all, you know, fraudulent charges can happen randomly. Um, I freaking went through a Taco Bell and was distracted and didn't get my card back. And the cashier went on oh, a little no. shopping spree. Oh, my god! And gosh. it was the weekend. And I had no abso- no recourse that weekend. Like, no bank I could get a hold of at the time. I'm not going to share what bank I was at because slander. Um, but, yeah, they did not have a weekend fraud 
department. So she just got to go shopping over the weekend, and I just got to watch that the bank account. horrendous. I got all the money back, but it was a really <laughs> stressful weekend. Yeah. <laughs> that would stress me out so much. <laughs> I think there's a thing now um, that I, I don't know if it's just UK or not, but I think in if you go into your banking app, you can freeze your card so that if that happens, that you don't have to have all that stress of watching like your money just... I get notifications yeah. every time money comes in or leaves my account. Like, Thanks. even if it's like the well, weird, handy. like one pound thing that PayPal does sometimes to check that you're connected or something, it still tells me like everything. 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 Yeah. I had to I, do I that notifications back. for everything. I had to it's do that great. back in December <laughs> where I had to like freeze my card because there were some fraudulent charges on it. And, like, my my bank will send, like, a text to me if they see, like, a bunch of charges that are, like, different than usual. And that's what happened. I saw it and then I looked at my bank account and I, <laughs> I about flipped it for oh, a no. second. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. It was, $500 worth of charges. Oh, my god. Yeah. It's such a violating experience. Mm-hmm. Like, I can imagine. Take my identity, that's one thing. But get the fuck out of my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrifying. I need to knock on wood right now. This has never happened to me. <laughs> Have you guys used outside apps to kind of manage your income? My favorite over the years has been calendarbudget.com. They, they charge now. They used to not charge. But I absolutely, like, love having... I can drop my income in it whenever I get paid and then I can schedule out my bills and then it tells me just how much I can float until like a few months down the road when my bank account starts to go negative so I know exactly how much I need to have in my main account to like float everything through. It's been a godsend no matter what the income is. And another amazing tip, lie to your budget. Your budget doesn't need to know that you make X amount of money every two weeks. Lower that amount a little bit. And then throw all that excess into savings on top of whatever else you're already saving. Like I do the well opposite, your meat. but something similar is I overestimate on all the cost of my bills, which yeah, I feel like if you did both too. of that, like if you were to underestimate your income by a little bit and overestimate your bills a little bit, then you know you would have even some cushion every month. And I just use Notion because our, our expenses are really not that complex, like same stuff every month, pretty easy. So in Notion, if you have a table, um, it can calculate and do the math for you, like Excel, which is really nice. And then you can make different views. So you can like look at all of your utilities only or like all of your credit card payments only or categorize it however you need to. You know what I'm going to ask, awesome. don't you? No, I don't. Oh, <laughs> I literally for that one, I'm just using like I have one page and all it has on it is a table view and that's it. And so I'm like, maybe I need to add more to this to make it some type of template. But it's really so simple. Like my needs are so simple for budgeting and finance that like I don't need any more than just a single table that shows income and expenses. <laughs> we I did that responsibility. Like, Rona's responsible for maintaining all the household bills, and then I'm responsible for maintaining all of the excess extracurricular stuff. So, like, if we have five, you know, TV streaming services, that's my fault. Yeah. We'll go fix that. (laughs) (laughs) Or a new fish tank. I'm not getting another fish tank. I don't even want to clean the one that I have. I, I thoroughly cleaned this one and then I posted back in Discord. I'm like, yeah, there's no fucking way I'm getting another goddamn fish tank. There's no way I'm spending even more time on fish. <laughs> Pretty though. Do you guys treat savings like a bill or is it kind of like savings is after everything else that you want to spend? I we Okay, haven't... so – Go ahead. I, I just want to share. Go um, ahead. Because I never, I never uh, mentioned how I handle my expenses month to month. Uh, but basically, right now, um, since I am providing for both Reagan and I at this point, my ultimate goal is to break even. So, I kind of know about how much I spend each month on expenses. And 99% of my bills come out at the beginning of the month, 
So for the first like week or two, I don't really spend any extra money. I just kind of know not to. And then I, for my savings, this does tie into the savings piece. I keep an amount each month that I know that I would like it to stay at. And sometimes I'll transfer money from my savings to my checking. But normally, if I do that, when I get paid the next time, I'll put the money back into my savings. So I'm not really saving any extra money right now, but I am maintaining it. That's smart. That sounds like a good plan. Currently, going back to Steph's question, we are not doing like a lot of savings, but back when we did, uh, we were able to save a lot. I just would take the money at the end of the month and like put in savings because we're not super big consumers. So we always would have a big surplus once we had paid all bills at the end of the month. And I would just like, boop, put that over. But I didn't make it a priority to do it like at the beginning, you know? I go back and forth. Like having worked my small stint there in my very early 20s in, or actually I think it was, I don't think I was 21 yet because I couldn't be an actual banker and you have to sign off on like paperwork. If I have to be 21 to be a banker because you have to sign off on loans. Um, I, I don't like carrying a balance in my checking account. Plus I've just had so much identity theft over the years um, that it just, if my debit card gets lost or stolen or whatever the case is, I don't want there to be a significant amount of money and I've turned off like all the overdraft junk. So if I see a balance in, in our bank account, like I'll text my husband and be like, hey, I'm moving this into savings unless you have something planned for it. And he's like, no, all the bills came out or yes, something's coming out and that's why it needs to be in there. And then I, I don't know. And then I just set new milestones in like my savings account. Like I like nice round numbers. So if we do have to pull out of savings, I only pull out until it's a nice round number. And then like, that's it. If you only get $67 out of it, you're only getting 67 bucks. Out of it. <laughs> that's just hysterical. I'm sorry. That's so funny. <laughs> Wait, that's me as well, because I leave my savings at, like, a nice, like, number. <laughs> nice, round number? Yeah. That's, no change in that account. Change, change is for spending. <laughs> I make sure, so as soon as my money comes in, I immediately put money in my savings. And then because um, for my help with BiISA, you, you can only put in a certain amount every month. Um, I schedule it so that on the first um so the next day to like the money goes into it because um I just don't want to have to then open it again the next day and I just like to know it's it's going to happen so savings is immediately done um my ISA is immediately done my money to my granny um is immediately done as well so that all all of that is done and then um also whatever was left over the month before also goes into savings and then also sometimes if it is like a weird number I might like add in like an extra nine pounds to make it like a zero at the end depending on how how I feel oh my gosh you guys literally all do that I do not do that if you look at our accounts they're all like super weird random numbers like no (laughs) rhyme or reason I'm like if I need 50 bucks there's 50 bucks I just my, like... uh, my paycheck auto splits. So the second my oh, paycheck that's nice. leaves my company, like part of it goes into savings, part of it goes into that's the main so checking, nice. and then anything left outside of that is my money. It's fun money. When I, I was highly intern, recommend that. I did that. If yeah, oh, if you're able to, time. that's literally the best. You mm-hmm. just in like the website that we use, you can like add like five or six accounts on there if you want. You could literally have it go to so many places. I want to talk to you about that. So like there's there's one method of spending that had always worked like back in my early days. And that was it's now it's like envelope spending where you have like a bills envelope and like a fun envelope or an et cetera. I've heard but of I that. did it with yeah. bank accounts. So when I used to work for the oh bank, gosh. I would have a separate bank account and different debit cards depending on what I was spending on. So I had a food account, That's I had smart. a car and like a mortgage account. I had one that was strictly for going out to eat and not like food that we got inside the house. And then at the end of the month, I would just pull all the different bank statements and then kind of like balance it out. It was a lot more work, but everything was super clean. I feel like nowadays you probably can do that with the use of like apps and stuff like that. Like there's probably different ways, better ways to manage it. I don't trust them. I don't trust the Mm. apps. I like if after the (laughs) um, (laughs) debacle and like the identity theft with it, I, I just there's no there's no way I'd ever connect my bank account to anything like that ever again. 
I know with my bank account, like in the actual bank app, I can set a budget for each, um, each like type of purchase. So like housing or I don't know, I forget the categories that they have, but it makes it that way. But ones. what you were saying about the envelope thing, when I was a kid, my parents would give me like very like small allowance. I think yeah no it was only for like good grades or something like that but either way i had this little like package thing or whatever that had a whole bunch of different envelopes for spending it was exactly what you're talking about <laughs> it's a Those good method of so spending nervous. it is why I don't want to have that much money in my house. Like, I would like it in my bank Yeah, account, I don't like is, it either. It scares me. Out. It's oh, yeah, well. where they're like, I have a hundred pounds in here. And I'm like, people know that that's in your house now. Like, yeah. Oh. It's I the reason never... why I feel like it works, um, like psychologically. And we see it in retail as well. Like, when you are paying with a debit card, you are more likely to spend more money. But when you are physically handing over I and feel counting the cash, and over just psychologically that we have higher ticket averages when people do debit card spends versus cash because you're not physically for me cash is mm -hmm. like i never have cash so for me cash is like fake money i'm like it does it's not real yeah. like when i get cash from something i'm like oh it's like i can spend this on whatever i want yeah. not in the bank account <laughs> doesn't count yeah exactly. exactly it's not in my account so money isn't going out of my account so i'm like okay i can just spend this i think as it's well the best. Like my my debit card isn't um, contactless because I feel like I would just be tap, 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 not thinking about what I'm paying. So I always have to insert my card and, and put in my PIN number. And I, for me, I feel like that makes um, me feel like I'm being more mindful about what I'm spending because I have to like at least think about what I'm <laughs> while I'm putting my PIN in. I'm thinking about, you know, my purchase that I'm making, you know, <laughs> well, think about my life the grand choices. Scheme. You do end up spending more, like on average, <laughs> using your debit card than paying in cash. I don't, I don't make the rules. That's just what the data says. <laughs> I do find oh. the easiest way that I um, save money is uh, when I first started my job. I was an apprentice, so I was given like, like five hundred pounds a month, and like obviously now I'm on a proper like wage. Um, it's a lot easier to. Um, to kind of like I just imagine I still have that small amount of money to to last me a month and everything else I think uh, like it just kind of goes into savings or, or whatever else like it needs to go in and then the last week of the month depending on how much I've got left is when I start to spend like maybe more frivolous frivolously than, <laughs> I love um, that the rest of the month <laughs> like um like all the throne gifts the other day that was so nice of you <laughs> I was like hey I've got extra money let's spend it isn't it fun <laughs> to do that that was like when I got you guys Christmas gifts I was like "Ooh, let's go <laughs> it made me so happy that I was able to do it as well yeah I felt the same it was so nice <laughs> so do you consciously like save for multiple things or is it just like one big pool of savings and then you kind of pull out of it how you need to I like I have one that I don't touch like that is the master savings and it always sits at at least this balance I hope it's in a I high yield savings account for you it's not it's not oh. we're in some bullshit you should switch savings that. interest <laughs> nonsense yeah yeah I should I I also need to get a 401k I was cracking up like watching the chat in um does your job not offer? No. We don't get Seriously? 401ks in the cannabis industry. We're lucky to I get health know. insurance that we don't use. <laughs> <laughs> I use Ronas. <laughs> so every company I've ever worked for in cannabis, if they had a 401k, they got rid of it within my first month there. Like, oh. there are no long-term benefits. That's crazy. Like that. I would look into There's IRAs then for you, not 401k, because yeah. usually 401k is only offered by your employer, I think. It's the only way to get one. I need to get something for savings because I, I don't know much about social security, but I it's I feel yeah, like I know enough that by the time we're enough to collect it, that shit's not gonna exist. Yeah. Yeah. They constantly pull money into? out of it. What? 
a pension is something that was like a benefit of the previous generation. I don't know anyone that has job longevity for the reason of getting a pension. That, no. that doesn't exist anymore. Like Greta's uh-uh. talking about severance. They're not going to give you severance. <laughs> oh, people still give severance. A lot of places still give never. severance. I've never. Well, Mine I'm does. also never. My company gives severance. I've if you're fired, though. One job. Yeah. Yeah. I've only ever been let go from one job, and that was uh, selling uh, high-end furniture, and it was all commission. I was awful at it. I was <laughs> That's hysterical. so bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. Sorry, I had to Google what severance was in the UK. <laughs> oh, like when you get fired, they give you some money. What yeah, did you ask? I, was like, I couldn't remember what we call it in the UK. It's oh. just redundancy pay. Oh, re- redundancy pay. What What yeah. was your question, Steph? How do we? What something about savings you would ask? So, like, do you do you have like just a, a master pool for your savings account? And oh, yeah, out of it as you need it, or do you save for individual things throughout the year? And then how do you how do you like manage the savings pools of multiples? I I just have we just have one savings account. Yeah. yeah, and we we're lucky if there's one. anything in there, <laughs> at least <laughs> since COVID. <laughs> Your time will come. Big things are coming. This is true. I'm loving Patience. all the new changes. Obsessed Thanks. with the new changes. Same. <laughs> I have quite a cushy savings, and I that's um, nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's the only way I could have gone to Arizona and on the cruise within the same like m- month or two of each other. <laughs> but um, basically for my savings, I just have like a big pool and this probably isn't the best money spending habit. But if I have some extra money that I see, I don't really save for things. I just kind of buy it. When I have that money. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I'm the same. I, I have, have a big a spending problem. <laughs> I have a big savings pool. And then, like, if I need to pay for, like, my MOT or something, I'll just take money out of my savings and, and, and pay for it. And then just work on building it back up every month when, like, I get paid and until the next year when I have to pay for my MOT again. <laughs> I have a tip for your spending problem. I saw oh, I, a I, girl that made a Notion template and she, anytime she wanted to buy something, she'd put it in the template and then she would not buy it. And then she would wait like a little bit and go back and be like, do I still want this? But uh, my rule of thumb is I only buy stuff if it's like generally, if it's like going to make my life easier in some way or like really help me out. Otherwise it's like, I'll just like think about that for a year and ask for it for my birthday. It's like how I do. <laughs> I do. I've been uh, waiting for payday. I'm definitely a window shopper in like my real life. Like I will walk around a store for two and a half hours, like a hobby store, and I will put something in my cart and I'll walk on it. And then if by three aisles later I look at that thing, I'm like, yeah, I could still use that. Then I keep it. But if not, I go back and put it back. And then that that's been working. But now I've been waiting until payday. And then, of course, the thought ever looming of maybe one day I won't have a job has kind of been keeping me in line, which is a totally far-fetched, unrealistic, ridiculous notion in my brain. Just ignore that. It's it's just, you know, if, if you don't know if you're going to have a job tomorrow, why are you spending money? That's been working. <laughs> no, completely. When I wasn't sure if I was going to have my job or not, I did not spend any extra money for Nothing. that entire week. I didn't spend any money. At all. Spending done. Want to buy a game? Yeah. Fuck that. You have games at home. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I was like, no, I'll wait until I know that like I have my job. <laughs> no, it, it works. Like Vrona and I, we have like a $50 threshold between each other, which it changes all the time, but he doesn't spend nearly as bad as I do. But if it's something $50 or over, we check in with one another to make sure that it's a reasonable purchase. Um, See, me and Trey don't even bad. have to have that rule because that never happens for either of us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes if I'm like, okay, we need shampoo and this and toothpaste, and I'm like, I'll just like double check with him. Is this okay if we buy all this stuff? But it's always like essentials. Yeah, sometimes I'll like peek over at his phone and he's on Amazon. What you, what you buying? 
what you buy? And he's like, don't worry about it. It's stuff for the house. I'm like, all right, I trust you. <laughs> Comes back with the new mat for his desk. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Why? <laughs> that's, I like that that's for the house. <laughs> <laughs> for the house. <laughs> he wasn't wrong. It was I mean, for yeah. The house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his gaming room is not technically like a room. So it's, you know. No, exactly. Yeah, that man knows how to play the, the the loopholes. He's really, really good at it. He's ruined friendships over it, playing those damned loopholes. <laughs> I always um, add myself, if, if it's like on Amazon, I add it to my wish list um, so that like it's there so that when I have a bit of extra money, I can go to my wish list and like go, oh, I'll treat myself to a Funko Pop or, you know, whatever, um, you know, or like, because um, I've been having all this stuff with the, the dentist, sometimes I'm like, hey, actually, I really deserve a treat for, for like being an adult um, and, and doing the things. Um, but I did I see a, a TikTok the other day of um, someone saying, and it was for children, but I feel like we could easily adapt it for adults, where... Um, when they pick up a toy or something that they want in the shop they like take a picture of it and then like they write write it down ready for them to ask like Santa at the end of the year and I feel like you could easily do that like with going okay I'll take a picture of this and I might ask for it for my birthday and then when it gets your birthday you have a look at the list of things you want and you're like I don't want that anymore why the hell did I put that on my list what the what the fuck is that like (laughs) and then you know you've got things to ask for I love that. Like, add it to your throne. Add it for a wish mm-hmm. list if you stream or, like, a goal on your stream. Like, that, that's that been another thing. No more fucking new streaming stuff. It's all going in a goal on stream. If if it needs to be a staple, it'll get funded through the efforts of streaming. <laughs> that's what I do. I don't, I don't buy anything for streaming anymore. But I will say, I invested kind of up front so that I wouldn't have to spend any money later on. I sit here too many hours a day to have not invested in my comfort sitting at this desk, but it did get a little bit excessive. Did I need the keycaps that spell out the seven on my keyboard? No. No, I did not need that. Was it only $30 and two hours of my time to switch it out? Yep. Did I do it? it Yep. it look really cool? Also, yes. Yep. I, I think you have it? a problem. No. <laughs> or maybe I think you have a problem. I think I have a problem. I'm going to explain. But I'll go like, I don't really buy a bunch of like small things, but I'll go like months and then I'll make like one like really big purchase. <laughs> yeah. What did you buy recently for yourself? Yeah. Ooh, okay. To be fair though, I got a lot of money for my work. So I was like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Who cares? Do you love it? Is it yeah. make your life easier? Yeah. Are you super happy every time you look at it? Yeah. See, I have no problem spending money on tech that I know I'll use all the time. Yeah, I'm kind of like that too. I used my Christmas bonus to buy my aura ring and that was like $300, mm-hmm. but it like gives me, it's like so helpful for me. So it feels super worth it. Oh my god, you guys have no idea how fucking happy I am when I gutted my craft room and like reorganized everything. I found my Fitbit. I was so pissed because I bought this thing brand new like three years ago right before I moved to Arizona and I thought I lost it in the move and I was like, I'm not buying another one. I'm not doing it. It's somewhere in this house. (laughs) Do you know what's funny? I feel like none of us, and correct me if I'm wrong in saying this, but I feel like some people that are like in their 20s and 30s will go out like every weekend and spend like $100 to $300 like on drinks. And like I do not go out. Like we are not like every like three months we'll go to like a brewery on a Friday and get like beer and it's like $60 for two of us. Like (laughs) that's our going out. Like, we don't drink that much, and we, like, when we stopped drinking, like, not, like, stop drinking like we're sober, but we stopped going out for drinks, and instead we opted for, like, taking an edible beforehand or toking beforehand, and I don't, I don't typically mix. We were surprised at how reasonable the bills were, and, like, last night we went out with my husband's parents, and we all ended up having, like, a couple of drinks, um, I think it was, like, seven total for the table of four, 
Um, and my husband had looked at the bill and I overheard him. He's like, damn, really? And his dad was like, yeah, dude, we ordered like seven drinks. He's like, holy shit. It's like, yeah, why bother? Just bring the tequila home. Get drunk at home. You could get a bottle for a fraction of that price and get just as wasted. Yeah. It's pretty crazy how expensive I mean, it is to do that. I don't I don't really drink in general, so I don't have that, but I've stopped going out to eat as often and I find like I've easily saved loads of money. I don't the friends I used to go out with to eat a lot, like I'm I'm not like friends with them anymore. And like yesterday I went to my friend's house and we went out to a supermarket and just bought a, a like a pizza you just put in the oven <laughs> and then we went back to her house that's and we just so cooked, fun we just cooked it. and we like bought a whole load of snacks as well so like we have way too many snacks I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you and ice cream we didn't even get to and it like was so much cheaper than just getting a takeaway or going out to eat and it was nice we like had our udis on I had a blank we both had blankets we just super chill we watched uh, the Incredibles and Mulan and it was like so much nicer than going out to eat and like having to get all dressed up and so it was like it was so much nicer so much cheaper as well <laughs> much preferred Plus that sounds so nice <laughs> i love it i think my habit of drinking at home carried over from college because like reagan is a year younger than me so like we were all of age but he wasn't of age so we all drank at the apartment instead so that we could all drink and we never really went out in college and i still don't really go out i'll just drink at home <laughs> i had like one year of going out in college but it was before i was even 21 so i didn't it was, i was drinking at frats and stuff <laughs> i'd rather just get baked at this point, yeah, me too. It's so much nicer. Too expensive and, to be like feel like shit for three days. Yeah, as you get older, man, you drink two beers, you wake up the next day, you're like, ugh, I feel terrible. <laughs> yeah. Kind of embarrassing. Yeah, that's a big a big money suck. Can be a huge one. I don't know what I would tell someone if they were like, How do I do this less? I would just be like, I don't know. <laughs> stop doing it all together at the beginning of the week only bring cash with you out to the bars you know like say like Mm -hmm. all right i got a 50 dollar bill and that's all i'm taking with me tonight and when it's done it's done yeah Yeah. i mean as a woman i'm sorry but it is it is easier if you're willing to talk to people you can just have your drinks purchased for you like it's really (laughs) not that hard i'm 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 sorry but i have definitely (laughs) gone into a bar with a couple of friends totally broke and just chatted it up with the guys at the bar doesn't even have to be guys i've had women buy me drinks it's just like yeah <laughs> if you buy them one and you get the rest of them done it's hysterical <laughs> uh, i love it facts over here <laughs> cannabis a little bit harder cannabis i got by my own weed <laughs> yeah that's very true do I any mean, of you guys i don't know do any of you guys have a problem with impulse buying? Because I feel like that's always um, something that's talked about with ADHD is that like just impulsivity in general, which often can present itself as impulse shopping. But I do not have the only time I impulse buy is if I truly feel like in my heart it is like something very special and that doesn't happen very often. You know, I've gotten a lot better about it. Like my my spending problem, like my it's it's a what is it retail therapy is basically like I I love the fuzzy feeling I get when I get to have something like nice um or like a new thing or like honestly getting a package and opening a box is the fucking okay that is fun it is really fun serotonin um so with impulse buying I treat it the same way that I do or I, I treat yeah I treat it the same way that I do for like the retail therapy it's I put it in the cart and I kind of sit on it for a little bit or I add it to like my throne list or I'll set it up on a stream goal. And there's been more times than not that I've removed it from the stream goal after a couple of weeks because like one, it's not making any movement because I don't have time to invest in making that happen. And two, I don't want it anymore. I I just get something different or just not get it at all or I've moved on in my obsession. Like I had my gouache paint on my uh, coffee stream goal for like three or four months. It was kind of a pricey purchase, but I eventually made it. But a couple of times I had gone into it. I mean, at the end of the day, like you can't you can't take your money with you. So as long as you're paying all of your bills, 
spend your money how you want to spend it. Just That's my big philosophy too. It maybe is a little bit, I might be a little bit more irresponsible than you in that sense, but I'm like, money comes, money goes, money flows to you, money leaves you. If you have a true like abundance mindset and you're not, you're not worried about not having money. Like I don't even think about that. And there's been times when we've really struggled, but I'm like, you know what? It's going to be okay. We're going to figure it out. And it always has been okay. <laughs> it's 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 a very privileged mindset, though, to be honest, because like, oh, totally. I, it took me years to get to this point because I didn't have stable housing. I was yeah. homeless for a good chunk of it. Like, I didn't have a way to get to work. I didn't have a way to get clothes. I didn't know what I was eating that day. Or it's like, okay, well, we're gonna we have five dollars to spend on money for the next two days. How how can yep. we make that stretch? Um. But it, it's once once you get to that mindset and you're taking care of all your basic necessities, like enjoy the fucking money that you earned. You you spend yeah. more time at work than you do at home if you're working a 40 hour work week. So enjoy that shit. I definitely impulse buy, but knowing that I have a, a good savings does help because I I don't spend that much money like i'll so you must not do it and very I'll often buy things but i don't do it like all the time it's maybe like once a month that i i'll like impulse buy something and then there have been like a few times where reagan and i have like we've had to really like be careful about spending yeah. for like the last week of the month because i'm like I have to have this amount of money in my account. Like, I have to. <laughs> yep. And then That's we'll cut too. back spending for like a few weeks and then I'm good. But it's not like all the time. I I do want to get to the next point though. Like I've always kind of lived in like survival mode when it came yeah. to budget. And uh -huh. now that I'm finally at a point where it's very hard to get out of the mindset, like I'm either overspending or I'm hoarding, which there's not really a healthy, healthy, happy medium right now. I, I want to get into it. I want to learn more about how to like make my money grow and to make it work for me. Because if I have, you know, the couple thousand dollars over the months to put into savings, I feel like there is a whole world that it's just not not tapped into. I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I just feel like I'm missing something. Like, there's got to be a way that I can make some of this fucking mon money work for me versus just it sitting in a savings account. Like, it's not a lot, you know? It's 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 a nice little nest egg. It should be better, but a it's because I'm a spender. A savings account is, is an easy way to do that. But, I mean, you're talking, like, what, one and a half percent? No, sometimes they're, like, up to, like, three or four. That's... That's garbage. I'm sorry. That's garbage. It's, so it's a little for, bit better. If you don't want to invest, but anyways, investing in the stock market right now is kind of, it's like very volatile yeah. at the moment. So that, that too. I wish I got that's on a, the that's a long game. In investing is a long game. I mean, I wish any stocks. I wish I knew what to do with my savings. I just sit there and like half of them never get moved around and stuff and they're just sitting there collecting dust, you know, like. Yeah, it feels like a waste. There yeah. are like wealth management, like you can go meet with a financial advisor. It doesn't matter how much money you make and they make money off of your investments. So if you find one that deals with individuals, you give them your $5,000 or whatever you have in savings and they invest it for you. But I think it's always good to have go a little bit of cash. I, I did go talk to one. He said, come back when you can invest 25 grand. And so find like, a smaller one. Yeah. That. That's not the I right fit for you go. then. <laughs> I got to go find like a credit union. Sometimes I think that's banks gonna be have the them. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, sometimes getting you can do away it at your bank. bank. Yeah. I went to my bank for that. And they're like, yeah, you don't make enough money. And I was like, I make a lot of money. What the fuck? We have a credit union <laughs> and I love it. It's fan They're fantastic. It's just so funny, like your idea of a lot of money versus like a bank's idea of a lot of money. And you're like, oh, shit. OK, I am broke in comparison. My bad. Didn't mean to I overstep my boundary. When the, when the SVB, SVP, whatever, the Silicon Valley Bank failed, it's like, oh, no, because I definitely have more than $250,000 in the bank. Like, 
millennials are like, cool, let the banks fail because all of the money that we have is is insured by the government. Like nobody yeah, has more than two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in their bank account. Oh, that that's just hilarious. I'm like, and this matters to a peon like me. Why? <laughs> yeah, not at all. It's the the companies that we invest with though, or like the the vendors that we use at at our our company though I've definitely gotten a couple of emails like hey we use this place as like a banking and now we can't so just give us a couple of days to get our shit together and it's like all right do you guys have retirement funds Rona does you do Dana how does it work um so we like pay into um is it the government a certain uh, percentage and then um, well, my company at least matches that because um, we do a private, like I have a private pension through my work. And then when you're, I don't know what the age is now because it keeps going up. But when you get to whatever age the government has decided by the time you get to that age, um, then you have your like um, pension from the government as well, which I think is based on like what you've earned throughout your life kind of thing, like. So kind of like an estimated one of that, you know, if we're all still alive by then. That's amazing. <laughs> it's like social security, but if it actually worked. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I've been I've been paying into mine since I was eighteen because I've been fortunate enough to um, to be in a, a company that um, allows that, which is which is nice. That is nice. Places well, your I, company I feel do. Like you do. 401k matching yeah they do um i'm currently not using it but yeah they definitely do it's so nice when they offer that i've never had a 401k i've never worked somewhere that offered one i literally have zero retirement savings one day (laughs) i'll start using it but until reagan is out of school and until he gets a job i can't so I yeah I I don't know I don't know I don't, I don't know like I, I maybe I'm still in the mindset not maybe I guess I am that I'm going to do more with my life than what I'm doing now and my retirement can come from that like I that's also how I feel <laughs> I'm like to retire at 65 we'll figure it, it out so young <laughs> I'm gonna be fine <laughs> no it's, everything's gonna be okay <laughs> That is just like in my life motto. I don't stress about things until the time comes. And if shit hits the just, fan, like I'll figure it out. I'll just no, work until I die. It's fine. You know, not a big deal. Like, how how bad like, could it be? Data's like, absolutely not. I've been putting Cut 401k me out. money in since I could. <laughs> no, I, I really am like in general, like money really stresses me out because like growing up like I wasn't kind of around the best um like people with like budgeting and and money wise and stuff so like it's always kind of stressed me out and I don't want to I think my biggest like worry is turning out like those people um so like um I want to get pension as quickly as like as soon as I was possibly able to and I always try and make sure I have enough savings like as much as I can save possible like I always try and do um, I recently um, got a credit card, which is like terrifying because I'm one of the people um, I, I have in my life has had a lot of credit card debt and like payday loans and stuff. So um, that stresses me out a lot as well. I don't have an overdraft, you know, just in case, um, even though like apart from <clears throat> so a, a lot of you guys know that I've been going to a dentist a lot and I'm I'm going private because I don't know, I guess I'm paying them to be nice to me, like, you know, (laughs) Um, and I can't afford to pay that completely out of everything. So I've been using my credit card for that. I will be paying it off and I will be being smart with that. I think I will be using Notion, I think, to track that just so I'm in my own mind, I know. But before that, I never buy anything that I don't have money for. So I don't need an overdraft because I don't need that. That's impressive. A lot of people do not do that. And it literally just stems from, um, I guess, money anxiety, um, which, again, is it, like, um, it's almost like the opposite 
of being impulsive and, and, and doing all these things, but it's still not like good. It's it's not like a good thing. You shouldn't be yeah, like, oh, it's, get me that, get that money anxiety to save my money. <laughs> like you're managing it really well, but it's coming with all this extra added yeah. pressure and stress on top. Definitely. And like, I feel yeah. like my, my, what I do is good, but it's like a little bit delusional. I'm just lucky that it happens to work out for me. <laughs> I'm like, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you got to do what's right for you. And stressing yourself out over something so long-term probably isn't the best for your mental health. No. Um, Dana, do you do you guys have like a – what the hell was I going to ask? Um, what the hell was I going to ask? Oh, no. Credit cards? Dentist? Credit cards. Do you, oh, do you have a credit score? Uh, I do, yeah. Like UK has credit scores? Did they also introduce those in like the very late 80s? Uh, pass. <laughs> I'm gonna Google pass. credit scores. So I, I, I was not that long ago that I learned um, that credit scores were created at like the end of the 80s, I right around the that. time that I was born. So yeah, then they started like rating everything that you can do on this arbitrary fucking number based on how many bills you pay oh, in the order that you pay you them in. And I'm like, you do what? Cool. If you're somebody that cool misses or- your um, cre- no, cool, cool. If you're somebody that that um accidentally doesn't pay their credit card sometimes, like you just miss the date and then they charge you a late fee. Used to be me. I'm really good now. I have them all on my calendar, and it bings me when I for like three days. It will bing me. You need to pay this. Um, but there's this app. It's called Cushion, and it uses AI, and it, you do have to pay for it. And Steph's gonna hate it because you do have to connect your bank to it. But you sign in with like Amex and whoever like your credit card companies are with, and they literally get you your fees returned to you. Like they oh. get you the fees, the late fees back. So if wow, you're somebody that awesome. that forgets your payments a lot and you get a lot of credit card fees, look up Cushion because I think it's only like $5, like a one-time fee, and then they just get you your your fees back. Really helpful if look you guys are settings Very yeah. carefully. Read that fucking yeah. team. <laughs> <laughs> I have literally every single payment that I could possibly have on auto pay. So even my oh, credit I card can't is that. everything. Everything is I manually pay not. them. No, I yeah, have I to see it myself. My- <laughs> no. I have to see like, it myself. I up, dude, I set up auto pay with Comcast and they charge me two or three times in one month, like multiple times. Yes, like, I always fear that. I have so many horror stories doing auto pay and especially working in banking and people like they don't pay attention to their shit and then they're thousands of dollars in the negative and they're like can you just return <laughs> the fees the i'm like no i fucking can't what do you mean stop putting <laughs> auto pay on everything i have auto pay i do know i have it on auto pay but i do know in my head like when they should go out so i like i check my account still <laughs> I love how just to make sure auto pay and we car. just went. Ugh. Yeah, we're like no auto pay. I need <laughs> the to see. only things. I need yeah, to the only things on be auto in pay are the ones that give like a discount for being on auto pay. Um, like uh, so Cox, for example, that one has to be on like auto pay, but I release the payment. But I also get like a discount by doing that and doing their paperless. Do you? Billing. Because and then my car I payment. don't do that, and I have Cox. It's a seven dollar a month total discount that we're talking hey, about here. Hey, that's still a lot, though. But yeah, no, fuck that. that. I'm taking my seven <laughs> bucks. Um, but they haven't. Cox hasn't double charged me. Comcast definitely has. That was a nightmare. And then my car payment. That's the only other one on auto pay because that one comes directly. Um, it's paid on the same day that's as I get. Eighty four dollars a year. Yeah. Eighty four dollars amount. Year. You could buy a new router with that. <laughs> Yeah, I've never gotten charged twice, so <laughs> knock on wood. But yeah. So it's been good credit so reporting. Far. Credit reporting in the UK started as long ago as 1803. Oh. When did the US get credit scores? 1989. Fuck this country. <laughs> no, it's you know- crazy. Oh, go ahead. I don't know if this is nationwide, but I know it wasn't until like this year or something like that that my rent actually counts towards my. Oh credit. yeah, no, that was That's pretty bullshit. recent. Isn't like, that crazy? What? <laughs> 
You pay it every month on time. Yeah, you pay it every month, but it wasn't counting. That's crazy. Do you guys check your credits? Yeah, you check your credit score often. Um, not often. I I get a notification from Credit Karma when my score changes, but I'll pop in like every couple months just to make sure. I have um, in the UK we have something called Clear Score, which will check it. Nice. Yeah, we, we have, have three credit, credit bureaus so in once the year, U.S. You and we can um, pull one report from each of them every year. So you're supposed to do it every four months and then do that three times a year. I what, should check like, mine, but I haven't. Baffles me is the fact that, like, um, like it's weird like you have to like owe money to have a credit score like you have to show that you can pay it back whereas like so I had a really bad well not really bad but like I had like a a low credit score because I like I never had a loan I never had like anything so I ended up getting um oh what is it like um a pay-as-you-go monthly contract with um with uh, a phone company and that counted for some reason as a loan and that gave me a bit more of a credit score and now um now obviously the credit card hopefully will um I don't know bump it up hopefully (laughs) but it is like crazy to me like you have to show that you can pay stuff back which makes sense but like if you're someone who always just pays that like with what money they have instead of borrowing you're a bit like fucked with your credit score Ours is like that too. Like if you carry a balance on it, it actually improves your credit a little bit versus if you have no balance on it, it's like no bueno. <laughs> Which is yeah, so I leave weird. a balance on mine. <laughs> it's so weird. But I only, in the UK, is it the same that you only need the credit card or your credit if you're going to like loan a car or buy a house or something like that? Like, are there any other reasons why you'd need your credit score? I think they look at your credit score if you're going for a credit card as well. Like, oh, yeah, to get a credit a card, yeah. Um, mortgage for sure. And then I'm not sure about cars because I just bought mine um, like with my savings. Usually here, if you're going to get a loan for a car, you have to have – like it, your, your credit score will affect your interest rate, especially on cars. They yes. can make it either be like 0% or it could be like 19%. <laughs> yeah, I imagine if you're leasing, they definitely check that kind of thing. <laughs> But yeah, so Blaze was like, I don't check my credit often, but if you're not looking to buy a car and you're not looking to buy a house like anytime soon, it, I don't think it matters that much what your credit yeah, is. Yeah, that's why I haven't checked mine. I It's one of those things where I should probably check it just so that I know, but I've never I mean, checked it. at least check it on one of those ones so it tells you when it changes so then it's you can at least know. also like, good just to on. make sure your identity hasn't been stolen. Like, that nobody else has opened any loans, like, with your social security. So, like, that's why I'll check mine, too. Sometimes just to make sure that everything is on there is, like, actually me. You know, the reason why... (laughs) The reason why my parents gave me the name Blaze is because my mom had had identity theft so much that they gave me a common name name because of that. Yes, she is very common. (laughs) That's smart. I love that. I, I just lock it like you have I have to go into um I don't remember which of the credit people's the vendors it is but I have to go in and like type in a code and unlock my credit in order for them to run even a soft query against it I just got so sick of the identity theft I'm like just lock it all down same thing when I do my taxes I have to get like a very specific code every year to do my taxes so no one can like do it my taxes without that code the first year I did my taxes, they like they called me up and they asked me like so many different questions just who to make sure you? it was actually me. Yeah, who called you? I've I filed it through I forget who I filed it through. Oh, you like you person. They, okay, okay. That's it. Well, I'm it wasn't like... a person. It was a website where okay. it was one of those like common. I'm like, who's taxes. calling you? <laughs> I have so many alarm bells going off in my head right now. <laughs> they called me and just verified all of my information. Mother's maiden name, name of my first pet, you know, the usual questions. It was no, of all it was of it. legit. It was completely legit. It wasn't someone just scamming me. 
Dude, I felt so bad working at the bank hearing the scam stories. It's like, oh, my my grandson, you know, said that he was kidnapped or he's in jail in Africa. I didn't even know he traveled. I'm like, ma'am, did you call your grandson? <laughs> no, he's in jail in Africa. I'm like, ma'am, can you just call your grandson's like phone really quick? And then like they pick up and you're like, oh, Sonny, you're not you're not in jail in Africa. No, grandma, that's a scam. <laughs> Yeah, we had one recently where someone would message you and like be like, hey, mom, um, I my phone's broken. Um, can you send me some money? But like it happened to me and I was like, I'm I'm unless Cassie can start typing. I'm I'm not your mom. So, <laughs> yeah, we had to rem- I had to like tell my granny like, no, it's not like my uncle. He's not broken his phone I had the same scam oh, happen no. to me it's okay um because she just called him and was like are you are you okay have you lost your phone he's like no it's a scam don't <laughs> have you guys ever gotten bills or like voting forms to your pets in your house no that's hysterical I have Butterfinger has find... 100% gotten mail how do they find I have her name? no idea I have no idea. There was one of those. It was like Spokio.com where it listed like Butterfinger with like my last name as a resident of the home. And I'm like, how did you get that information? (laughs) That's so weird. That is wild. Do you have like social media accounts for Butters? I do. Or maybe if you got like pet insurance or something at some point. Yes. Oh, my God. That might be like public domain. I thought maybe it came from that because I found out for like the first seven years of her life when I registered registered her chip, they put her in the system as butt finger. They missed the ER. So for like seven <laughs> years finger. in the national pet database, <laughs> it was butt finger. And I found out because like when I called to re-up like the subscription for her chip, they were like, why on earth would you name your cat that? I hope that's not offensive. I'm like, Butterfinger? I'm like, I don't know. She was the size of a Butterfinger when I got her and she's orange. Like, it's not that weird of a name. She's like, oh, it says Buttfinger. And I was like, can can you maybe change that for me, please? (laughs) I would have asked the same. That's so funny. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's so funny. So people have just been Uh, thinking that you named her Buttfinger. (laughs) Buttfinger. That's yep. great. Just a normal cat name. Yeah. <laughs> How did you guys fake it this last two weeks? I'm getting into my busy season. So if I'm coming off extra chipper, I'm extra stressed. <laughs> it works backwards for you? Yes. Because I don't want to be an asshole to everybody. It's not their fault that I have to fucking live 420 like three different times during the year. <laughs> I haven't really faked it too, too much the past two weeks. Like, work has been pretty good, not too much going on. And then I was stressed about the charity stream, but that's done with now. So Yay. I'm good. That was so good, <laughs> That was amazing. Too. That was amazing. That's so good. What about you, Dana? I feel like this whole month I've been faking it. I've been, like, so ill this month. And so, like, I've just kind of been just faking that I'm okay just so I can get stuff done and I can go into work. Like, this whole week I've been ill. um, And I've had to just go to work anyway because, like, I can't work from home easily. And I don't really want to have a whole load of, like, sick days. And plus it's year-end. So we've been doing all our stock checks and stuff um, because I work in the warehouse. So I've been having to um, help count and stuff. So it's really like the worst time to be ill. So I was like, never mind. I'm not ill. I have to do this. <laughs> and also with all the um, uh, the the fillings, I had like four fillings um, on Saturday last week. Um, there were so many at once. Yeah. Well, they, they were, were just like. Me. Yeah, they're like, oh, we've, you, we had you done for two hours. I'm like, yeah, that's what they said for three. And they were like, oh, yeah, it's just going to take like 40, like 30 minutes or you can have like four done and it will take like under an hour. And I was like, well, I plan to be here for two hours. So, yeah, just just do get four, it over with. Fine. Just like, yeah, get it over with. Yeah. Honestly, I do the same thing. I'd rather go to the dentist once for two hours than to have to go to the dentist four times. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that's like worst nightmare you're gonna make me come back i already like did a lot of work to get here and i gotta do that again 
No, thank you. I want to see you twice max a year. That's it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> For me, I'm like, I'll just year. floss and then hope I don't have to go to the dentist anymore. Yeah. I think after this year, it would be nice to see my dentist just two times a year and, and that be it because I have seen them way too much already and I've had to, I've also booked in um for more as well which um was kind of good because I was getting stressed about like making sure I'd booked in and I wanted to get it done before I start uni again in September because my next um procedure I've got scheduled is the same day as my um end of module assignment is put in so I normally put it in the day before anyway so that means everything's finished with uni and then I can just worry about focusing on that and hopefully once all that's done, uh, it can be finished in like the summer, which would be nice. Yeah, that does sound nice. I feel like so, yeah, I am <laughs> similar to Blaze and that I haven't had to fake it recently. Things have been going pretty well, which has been really nice. So, yeah. Um, well, awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening in. We hope you found some value. Join us on Discord to access resources mentioned in each episode and find your people. Follow us on social media and tune into our next episode where we are going to be talking about navigating all different kinds of loss. Bye. 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 Bye.